from the Los Angeles Underground. It's time for your new favorite podcast, The Superiority Complex. It's like honey in your ear holes. I don't have ADD. Y- yes, you, well, you know, you don't My have ADD. You just don't care. It's a lack of caring. That's fair. <laughs> I care. I care, but my brain doesn't. Uh, so we're, we're going to go ahead. That's, that's our opening. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. The Superiority Complex. Wait, no John? Uh, no, John's out today. I got. I was going to explain when we get on. Uh, John had a little back tweak at work, and now he's in the workers' comp hell. So today oh. he's going to be spending, uh, he's going to be spending today um, uh, navigating the lovely world of workers' comp. So. That's a pain in the Right. He was saying he tried to just go to his regular doctor like it was just a, you know, because they're like, nope, you got to go through workers' comp. Nope. You are, nope. Na- you are now in workers' comp hell. We do the same shit at my work. Yeah. We don't want to let them go to their own. No, no, no. You don't want that. You don't want that. We were just you talking about how. Pay. You got to go to our shitty doctor. Yeah, we were. For 12 hours. Right. We really want you to suffer for it. Right. And then uh, we, he was saying, you know, all I need is an MRI to, to, to make sure it's not nerve damage. And like, nope, you're, you got to go to PT first and do like 20 other things. And then maybe, maybe we'll give you an MRI. But so we wish yeah, John, we wish John a speedy recovery. Uh, hopefully he said he feels fine. Just had a little back tweak and then was like, oh, and then kind of threw his back out. But he's not in any like intense pain. So hopefully, hopefully he'll be, he'll be on the mend soon. But uh, we, big news today. One of our we almost lost one of our own. Uh, what? We almost lost yeah. one of our own. Somebody almost got yeah. here. Repeat yourself, Justine. What? Villain. He would have been a superhero or a villain. Yeah. Well, first of all, let's have you Jake. Honestly, think I would be a superhero? Let, let's have Jake tell you the story. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be like a minor, like a no, minor you'd be, one. You'd be more like Jamie Foxx. I'd be like a, I'd be like an antihero. Yeah, I'd be an anti. No, no. I, I would be grudging. Be I'd like be grudgingly help. You would be like some villain's henchman. You wouldn't be a villain. You'd be like. Wow. Oh, okay. Like Sorry, a, but I just okay, gotta call it like fine. a. You're not evil. Enough. All right. You'd be fine. like a powered. Right. You you'd know, be like a powered henchman. You'd be like a Modoc. Uh huh. Like a Modoc, maybe. Okay. Okay. You know, I'm. I'm okay with. I'm okay with that. Uh. Yeah. All right, Jake. Tell you'd us a like story. One of those stormtroopers that wear the red. I'm outfit? not Batman. I'm not Batman. I'm Robin. No, no. Oh, you'd be one of the uh, Harley Quinn's cousin. You'd be one of the Inquisitors. Harley Quinn's. You'd be one of the Inquisitors in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've seen yeah, their okay. asses just handed to them. Right, that's, that's fine. You're like force adjacent. Yeah, you know. that's okay. So what happened? Tell us what happened, Jake. Uh, um, so uh, I was I was I was out for a run. Yeah. As the as the thunderstorm is rolling in, so mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is fine. I should have enough time. So I'm like, hey, I'm feeling good. Let me do another half mile. Uh, in that half mile, it got on top. The storm was on top of me, and uh, I was walking, and the uh, lightning struck a power line across the street from me, uh, knocked out all the power in the area, and uh, set off like half the car alarm. So that was fun. Did you feel oh, the lightning? Shit, I missed. Mother Nature took a swing and missed. Right. So, jokes on her. Could you feel it? Could Could you feel the electricity in the air, as they say? Uh, no. No. No, but it was fucking loud. Yeah, I can imagine. You must have pooped yourself. 
his a little bit. Yeah, just, just a little bit. A little right. Bit yeah, that's a little turtle. Now let me ask you this: mm-hmm. knowing that you, knowing how you know what we we always need material on the podcast. Knowing that, what mm-hmm. made you from what what stopped you from getting actually hit by lightning? What? Because that would have been a great story. And that could have been our that you know, could have been our you know, claim to fame. Moving us up to the next you know, that's level. That's a great question, Mario. Mm-hmm. That's a great question, Mario. Right. Uh, my answer to that is I didn't I didn't want to die. So as much as I wanted to stand out in the middle of the street and turn into powder, uh, yeah. I'm okay. <laughs> no, it's like fifty fifty superpowers powder. Like you take the risk. Are you thinking about powder? That mm-hmm. movie from the '90s with a weird. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great reference. Nobody's gonna remember that, but yeah, great reference. No one knows. No, love. I love that movie. My mom watched it a million times. So uh, that's hilarious. I, I called my mom and she's like, "Oh my god, you could have been like, you could have been like powder." <laughs> you could. Yep, just like powder. That's your mom's takeaway. She's not. The she's not worried about you. She, she's and again, like me, she's sad about the missed opportunity. Jake, you mm-hmm. really, I feel like yeah. you really could have uh, done better. You, but Thanks, it's okay. Mom. I'm glad you're alive, man. That is terrifying. I probably would have pooped mm-hmm. myself because you're out in the middle. You're standing out outside, nowhere to go. Yeah. And there was a lady who was standing in the in the garage looking at the thunderstorm as I was running, saw the lightning hit, didn't say a word, and just was kind of looking at me. And I'm like, well, I guess I need to start running now. <laughs> I just fucking ran home. I love that she was just standing in the garage looking at the rain. I like that lady. I like yeah. that character. Like that NPC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't ask, oh, like, oh my God, are you okay? like some tears in the rain shit mm-hmm. well i'm glad you're okay jake you almost you almost died man you're i'm glad you're okay mm-hmm. yeah. you feel good you feel like you've yeah. been imbued i don't need a i don't i've been in yeah i've been imbued with the with the power of static electricity you can just make people's clothes uh he just gets, clingy he just gets shocked every time he opens a doorknob <laughs> the worst superpower yeah. ever that's his superpower <laughs> I can make people's clothes. I can make people's clothes cling to themselves. No, I like Justine's idea no, better. It should only deal with. It should only deal with you. Anytime you touch something, yeah. you get shocked. I, sh- yeah. Anything I touch something metal, I shock myself. Mm-hmm. That's awful. Well, I'm glad you're okay, Jake. It's the life I live now. Pa- Patrick's frozen out. Mm. Mm. Patrick, are you okay, honey? There he is. He's back. He froze out I'm for good. I think it was you. Where'd you go? Where'd you go? It was you. It wasn't me. I was good. I'm getting mm, some. I apologize. There's some clipping on the. I bet. Some clipping today. I can hear it on my audio. Let me close some of these windows here. I probably shouldn't have uh, TikTok running in the background. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, by the way, TikTok, thank you for ruining. Uh, uh, I was never a big, I'm going to come out and say it. I was never a big fan of running up that hill in the first place. And now that's all I hear. Every god dang. Oh, it's everywhere. It's third so bad. TikTok video. I'm just scrolling. People are just constantly playing that song. I'm on the toilet. I'm just trying to scroll, watch my cute dog videos. <laughs> You're not hearing that is song? Is your TikTok all big dog videos? My TikTok is 75% dogs. Uh, I'm going to say 20%. People falling or just doing bodily harm to themselves, 
and like in like five percent uh, political rants. So it's pretty pretty good. It's a pretty good ratio. Yeah, it's a solid split. Yeah, that's good. That's Every good. once in a while, there'll be a sports yeah, a sports one in there, or just you know, uh, like a random cooking tip or DUI, not DUI, <laughs> a DUI tip. Drink a lot before you uh, before you get in the car. <laughs> That's my DUI tip. No, a DIY tip. I'll get a, like a nice DIY. By the way, you know what DIY tip uh, helped me out this week on TikTok? Uh, I saw a guy who was somewhere somewhere in another part of the country, and he's like, "Hey, if you have a wasp's nest, uh, just get a, uh, a make a mixture of mostly uh, dishwashing liquid and a little water, and just toss it up. You know, throw the cup up so that it hits the nest." And the soap will, they can't fly away because the, it the, makes their wings too heavy. And the soap kills the wasps. So I was at my mom's watering in the backyard and a, and a wasp dive bombed me. And I was like, well, there must be a nest oh. nearby. There so it was. You just committed yeah. genocide. There was. committed genocide. I did. Got it. I did. Your Good. chemical warfare weapon. Yep. Homemade chemical. I am now warfare. the DuPont Corporation in Vietnam. Thank you. Jeez, so man. it had to be done because I'm not going to let them sting my 87 year old mom. When she's wandering in the ba- around the backyard, you got so, chariots of fire playing in the back. <laughs> so I just did. Uh, went inside, got some Dawn. Did a did a mixture. I did a little a mixture of Dawn and then just a little dash of water. Got underneath the. I got underneath there like it was like seven o'clock. They were all back in the nest, and I just nuked that thing from orbit. Oh man, it was great. It was great. So there you go. There's a little TikTok. Did they all die. Uh, yeah, every one that I got. Yeah, they all they all went. One guy was still flying around. He came back looking for his buddies and was like, nope, they're gone. Nah, you told him to tell his friends what happened. Best. Right. I left oh, one alive. He came, back, he came back and saw his entire family massacred. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. And he's just like, care. what happened? <laughs> I left one alive yeah, so he could tell the other wasps. That's it. <laughs> tell your friends what happened here. You tell them I'm coming. You see we're close. And hell's coming with me. That's what I said. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. That mm. was brutal. Yep. You had to do it, man. Wasps are, they don't help anybody. I know I'm going to get letters now. People going, wasps are actually good for the yeah. blah, blah, blah. Look. I'm sure they are. That's fine. They don't, we don't need it. They're not like bees. Sure they have their place. They're not like bees. We don't need them like we need bees. I got attacked by wasps when I was little, and it was at a park, and they were all over my hair, like biting my head. Oh, my God. Oh. And then my cousin that was with me, because we were at the park. She also got attacked, and then the fire people came, and we got to sit in the back of the fire truck while they were, like, trying to help us. Did they hit you with the hose, like, at full... Did they hit you with the hose in the head at full blast just to get the wasp out of there? (laughs) (laughs) They needed that TikTok back then. Yeah. Man, how many stings did you get? None. They They bite. It was all bites. I mean, how many bites did you get? They were just stuck in my like it was all over and they were just biting my head. Did you cry? Probably. I don't remember it. I remember it swarming around. I remember it in my hair, and then I remember the fire truck, and that's it. Wow. I don't remember it much. Your brain has blocked I out guess the. I blocked out. Yeah, the, your brain has blocked out that trauma. That's Trump. Just trauma. <laughs> that's crazy, man. I'm glad you're okay, Justine. Yeah. Yeah, it's like lightning. Was this before or after that dude told you you were going to grow up to be hot? Was this like at oh that party? God. After. <laughs> after. So you already had that complex. <laughs> Patrick has that complex now. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's rough. But I'm glad. Yeah, I've. Uh, I remember the first time I. I remember the first time I got stung by a bee. I don't think I've ever gotten uh, bitten by a wasp, but I've been stung by a bee. And the first time was the fourth grade. Our fourth grade field trip. We went to Alvera Street on the train. Came back and we were at the school. We had like an hour to kill, and I remember I was lying on my back and I had like my knees up, like you're about to do a sit up. And all of a sudden I was just like, yeah, like something stabbed me in the knee. And I looked up and this bee was like, it flown off and was like dying. And the, and there was a, there was a, 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 a stinger in my knee. I had to take the stinger out. And I was like, what the hell? But uh, I was surprised at myself because I just took it like a man. I didn't cry. I was just like, it's like, oh, okay. I got stung by a bee. I think I will, if I would have seen it happen, I would have freaked out. Yeah. I think if I would have. Did you, when I, when my first one, we went to, I went to the nurse and they took mud from the cross and they put it on top of my, my, where it got stung. Where, where did you go to? What Santeria school did you go to? <laughs> mud the from Catholic the, school. mud from the cross? Yeah, it was mud. Oh. Deepest save you from beasting. <laughs> she told me it was from the cross, and I was like, and I the only cross I remembered, like when I was little, I was like, oh my god, the one on top of the building. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Why is there mud on this cross? Gets dirty up there. Why that thing's probably been hit by lightning a bunch of times. <laughs> mm. I just remember it being really cold, so I, I don't know what they actually put on, but I remember them saying mud from the cross. That's I great. Remember. Mud from the Cross yeah, is a like great a private Catholic school. <laughs> Mud from the Cross is a great uh, album. Like if you're a punk band, that's a great album name. Oh yeah, that is good. Mud um, from that's the... a good like a uh, like Christian rock Christian rock album. Yeah, yeah. Like Jars of Clay. Their first the album was Mud from the Cross. <laughs> right. That's a uh, freaking what's that band's name? Creed. Creed. Mud from the Cross. Definitely. Is it there a band named Mud? There is. Yeah, right? It's a metal band. They is grew it, up and they became mud. Is it? Yeah, mud from the cross, yeah. That's a good one. Okay, Justine, uh, so do you remember? Did you cry? Did you cry? The bee get you? Were you crying? Were you a mess? What happened? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I got stung by a bee like every year when I was little. Why? Was it just like an annual thing? Like like Sandy Koufax pitch, pitching a no-hitter? No, because they said she was hot. Yeah. Uh, they just, my parents told me, like, I don't know, like, they always, I always got stung by a bee. Always. You know what I would have told you? I was waiting for, in college I got stung, and I had to just take it because I was trying to get into the class, and I didn't want to leave, and I got stung under my arm, and I just stood there because I wanted to get into the class. Justine, you know what it is? It's because you're beautiful like a flower, and the bees mistake you for a flower, and then they get angry when, when you're not a flower, and they're like, damn you, damn your trickery, and they sting you. It's not your fault. I don't know. I step on them. They and I got stung under my foot. Um, well, that's just vengeance. And, Ooh. and that happened at the Huntington Library. So that sucks. Yeah. You should have stuck that foot in the turtle yeah, pond. Had a vendetta. I've been I've been stung a lot, a lot. Right. Uh, when I was little. It was every year. Every year I got stung. Wow! Just like an annual event, you're like I'm waiting for my bee sting. Oh yeah, it scared me. And then when I, when I was playing soccer and I was out in the field, I'm like, there better not be a fucking bug here. What, <laughs> uh, what, inside, it's safer. what position did you play on the uh, soccer team? Um, mid and 
I like mid because I liked running back and forth. Right, right, right. How many goals? What was your record? I've only scored twice. I was usually but once was Patrick, so it's okay. Boom. You right, you right. <laughs> ooh, ooh, my ooh. first one, I only scored because my dad, like, I remember looking over, I was little, and my dad's like, shoot. I'm like, what? And it was like open in front of me, and I just slow motion hit it, and I'm like, it's not going to make it, and then I made it. Yay! Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Do, do. And then uh, what's your second goal? What was your second one? Do you remember that one? No, I don't remember the other one. Yeah. It was whatever. It's not like when I was little and everyone praised me. Like it was more like cool. <laughs> yeah. How long did you play soccer? Huh? How long did you play soccer? Uh, when I was little until... Until she got her, tired? Until all the girls got taller than me. So I think like seventh grade is when I stopped. I was really like little the whole time. And then it just got really scary when they got... Taller. Yeah, you're not a tall girl, Justine. I hate to tell you this. Oh, no. My number was always like one, two. I had a number that was zero because I just wasn't tall enough. What, uh, what, uh, how tall are you now? I'm five, two and a half. I like the way you throw that half in there. It's well, dude, I'm, the ta- I'm like second tallest in my whole family. Who's tallest? My dad. What's he, five, three? Five three. I think he's five three. Yeah. <laughs> Are his measurements thirty eight, thirty six? I'm the one. Thirty six. Only if you're five three. Twenty four, thirty six. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cosmo says he's fat, but I ain't down with that. No, he's not down with that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Your poor dad. Your dad gets a lot of love on this show because we talk about YouTube. And we talk about uh, smoothie. Smoothie. Smoothies are big in the house in our house right now. We got a. They got one of those little bullet blenders. Everybody's, everybody's drinking the smoothie. Ninja. Ninja. Mm. Oh yeah, those are nice. I don't know. I don't know. I think they're. I think it's a ninja. No bullet. Bullet has full size blenders. Those are really nice. Boule. Boule. Uh, I forgot to grab a. Damn it. Yeah, it's French. Boule. Uh, oh, guys, did you watch the last episode of uh, Kenobi? It's up today. It's up today. No, we got to watch it after this. We were running errands this morning. Oh, man. I finished it. I thought you guys yeah, would be... I was trying not to die. I thought you guys would be ready, and so I finished it. Boy. Uh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you, spoiler alert. Was Boba Fett better or worse than this show? Uh, this is better than Boba Fett. Was this better or worse than Mandalorian? Well, and and my second question: Does Mandalorian show up at the end? That's really like the important. No, he does not. There's no universe together. All of them. There is no Mando. Um, I will tell you this: there is a moment that for me uh, makes the whole series. I got a little choked up. Um, Validate your childhood. There's a, no. There's a, well. There's a scene that kind of makes up for me. Kind of the, the there's a it kind of makes up for the stuff that I've been complaining about. And it's a very emotional moment. And Ewan McGregor plays it very well. I will tell you that. Um, you'll He's know, great. you'll know exactly, you'll know exactly when it is. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not at all uh, subtle the moment, but, um, but yeah, you'll know it and uh, you will love it and you will not be able to uh, unsee it is what I will tell you. That. I will tell you, you will not be able to unsee it, but that's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. 
Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. I'm excited. Overall, I'm going to give the series, uh, I want to say it's a seven for me overall. Book of Boba Fett didn't get good until Mandalorian showed up, until it was like that half season of Mandalorian. Yeah. And then uh, Mandalorian I've liked straight across the board. I feel like, I feel like Mandalorian's, I feel like emotionally, this is probably more resonant than Mandalorian, but I feel like Mandalorian has a lot of cool moments. Are you kidding me? Mandalorian, when he takes his helmet off, fucking bawled like a baby when he was saying goodbye. I feel like you're going to have a moment. You're gonna, I feel like you're going to cry in this one, Patrick. I'm going to cry like a bitch? Not like a bitch, but maybe like a baby. There's going to be, there's daddy issues, so he's just going to cry. Uh, well, kind of. There are kind of. It kinda. is. It is kind of a. It is kind of a daddy issue. It is kind of a daddy issue yeah. show. But yeah, I, I I loved it. Did you guys know that uh, uh, Doctor Strange was on Disney Plus? Is it already? It's. I, I looked the, this morning. The multiverse one. Yeah, must have. It must have dropped today. Dropped. Yeah, because I, when I went to go watch, when I went to go watch Obi Wan, I saw it on there, and I was like, oh, is it is it coming soon? And I hit it, and it said watch now, and I was like, I cannot start this now. Is it, is, do you have to pay for it? Though? No, no, no. Because you know how like they added the movies and you have to it's pay for free? it. Like, no, no, no. It uh, is. It no, is. But that was when it released. Then you paid for it. Yeah, it's it's on there. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. I guess I know what we're watching on the big eighty-six or eighty-two inch TV downstairs. Whoa! You don't have to flex yeah, like that. TV. You don't have to flex like that. TV for downstairs. It's massive. I know. You know. Sometimes it's it's not always about size, Patrick. Yeah. Sometimes no, it's- but it looks good and works great as well. Mm. What did you say, Justine? Sometimes it's what? <laughs> sometimes it is. Yeah, sometimes it is. When is it, Justine? When specifically? Only sometimes. Only like, sometimes. give us an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, give us examples of when. Yeah. When you want it is when you want it. Wow. Mm-hmm. When you want to so see like, Doc. When like you want to group. When you want that strange, setting, you know, bigger is better. Yeah. When, when you want that strange in all its glory. <laughs> I don't know where this conversation is going right now. Yeah. No, we're talking about TV. We're talking about TV size. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, when a group setting bigger is better. Yeah. When there's what are you talking all about? around you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. When you want that strange, you, know? you want it in all its glory. That's right, Doctor Strange. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. It's great for parties. One, just one big, just one massive TV. Uh, you went eighty-five. I think down here this is, I think this is a seventy. Back here behind. That's not a seventy. That's sixty-five. Sixty-five. Is it sixty-five? Yeah. It's fine. No, that's like a sixty fifty-five. That's not. That's fine. Like when you see it, it's a big difference. Get measure across. Get a measuring tape. Adam, it. it's not worth. Yeah, it. come on, let's measure. It let's is not worth. Compare <laughs> sizes. Come on. First of all, it's not worth it to me. Second of all, uh, I'm going to point out, I don't even care. I used to have a home theater system. I used to have 7.1 in our apartment. I had the, all the speakers wired up. I don't even care anymore. I'm just like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> we were shaking the neighbor's walls with the sound. The other hey, day. how you doing? Hey, yeah. good, good for you, Justine. Good for you, Justine. That, that big new TV, huh? Hey. Justine shattering windows around the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Dogs barking. <laughs> Dogs howling in the. Boo! What were you watching? Top Gun. Uh, what did you have? You had on. Uh, 
We were just testing it out because we just set it up the other day. She just put something on it and it was like blowing out the speakers oh, and soundbar. Watching trailers. Yeah. Back in the well, day. She was watching the trailer for everything all at once. Back in the day, in the early days of home theater, anytime I'd get a new or I'd upgrade my home theater system, I had like a playlist of movies that I would watch that would like. Apocalypse Now was one of them. That was one of them. Um, like, uh, what was another one? Uh, I always had to check it with Apocalypse Now, and then there was another one. It was, uh, oh, Empire Strikes Back. And then, um, what else? There was one more I would always be like, I got to see how this sounds. Can't remember what it was. I'll think of it later. But yeah, we would. I had like a playlist of movies. I'm like, I'm going to try this, see how it sounds. Because some would give you bass, and some would give you the treble, and then you would get like the surround, like how good the surround is. Stuff coming up behind you, you know, stuff like that. So we always played that intro to the movies, you know, when the one that goes. Oh, the the THX. THX, yeah. Yeah. We'd always play whatever movie we had that started with that. Yeah, because that was the THX was specifically made so you would it would like go front to back and then high to low. You get the the bass in there. Yeah. Oh, Terminator Two. That was another one. Terminator Two was another one that we would put in there and. Check uh, check sound. Terminator Two had great sound mixing. Good good sound mixing. Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Oh, that would be now. Yeah, that would be a more modern version. Uh, L.A. Confidential. It, I remember seeing L.A. Confidential in the movie theater. In the in the finale, there's a shootout. I think you've seen it, right, Justine? And uh, you could actually hear people walking around. Like I remember when I saw it in the theater, you could hear foot, guys hiding under the house, and you could hear people. Walking behind you, and it sounded like it was behind. I was like, "Hey, that's, that's that, terrifying. That is great. I love that." Uh, but yeah, we're gonna watch. Uh, does anyone watch Miss Marvel? Did you guys check Miss Marvel out? No, I gotta watch I it. Been, uh, I gotta watch it. I don't know why been, uh, I've been bothered to care. I haven't been. I've been lazy about that. I should watch it. We we, we should I'm be watching. Watch- um, I'm watching Severance. Have you heard of that? Yes, with Adam Scott. I've heard it's great. That's amazing. Are you, do you? How do you feel about Adam Scott uh, as a as a as an attractive person? And not attractive, but um, but I mean, I'm happy for him. Friend of the show. Good. Friend of the show, Jessica P is in love. That is oh. her. That is her hall pass. Is uh, he's definitely older in this, and they're showing it. But, okay. Um, but he's cool. It's a it's a good show. I like it. It's so if you won't be entertained in the beginning just because it is pretty slow. I liked it, but I know it's slow for a lot of people. So I, uh, I like a slow movie as long as you as long I like a slow show as long as you're getting somewhere. Yeah, Are I you, told someone it was sci-fi, and they're like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, it's sci-fi. It's pretty good." I like if you're building if you're building a world or building a character. I don't mind like a slow burn. It it doesn't like I like that. Mm-hmm. As long as it's entertaining because you're watching, especially if the performances are good, because it's kind of a chance to enjoy a performance, you know? Yeah. And, uh, You'll love it if you want it slow, because it's pretty damn slow. I like that, though. It's slow in a good way. You know, I like a story that takes uh-huh. its time, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and then you kind of build up to something. I like that. I don't mind that. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out, because you're the, a lot of people have recommended it to me. And uh, um, I need to check it out. I was just going to tell you guys, Fathom Events did the uh, the 40th anniversary of The Thing. Mm-hmm. And I missed it. But apparently, 
They projected it, speaking of widescreen, they projected it in the wrong aspect ratio. So oh, it's it's mm-hmm. supposed to be super wide, and they kind of did it in like more of a TV format, so the sides were cut off. And apparently uh, John Carpenter was pissed about it because he was I like, he was like, look, we really shot this. We worked hard to shoot it the, in this aspect ratio. So a lot of people were really upset with uh, Fathom Events for shooting it that way. It was, supposed to be, it was supposed to be a new 4K transfer of the thing, and it ended up being... Awful. They probably just grabbed like a VHS copy and broadcasted it. They so screwed the boots. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes those Fathom events don't Sons always. But you guys are going to go see the 40th anniversary or the 25th anniversary of uh, of um, Fifth Element, right? Element. Is that what you guys are going to go see? You said you're with us. No, no, no. I said you guys could go enjoy it. No, you said you were going to go with us. No, I would, said, I would said, never have said that. You said let's go. I would, I would never have said that. guys should go enjoy it. Let me tell you guys something. I the only reason I bought that movie was so we could do it on the show because I know you guys like it. So don't tell don't me that for a second. I did. I do not we like. Also, we also like Hook. Are you going to go and buy that? I, no, I hate that yeah, movie beyond anything that <laughs> you can imagine. I've never you hate been able that movie to movie more than you love us. Let me put it to you this way: I can finish the Fifth Element. There's enough in there that I can watch it mm-hmm. and. and be entertained and and so it's not my favorite but boy do i hate hook i can i've never finished it i can never get past a certain point so i can't even get through that movie it's uh, zardoz i got through zardoz and i cannot get through hook that's that says a lot and you know how much the part where peter's doing it But wait, when you watch Zardoz, you're playing with us. <laughs> when you watch Zardoz, it wasn't the first time, right? You've seen it before. I had only ever seen advertisements for Zardoz. It was always on... Uh... See, it's because you haven't seen it before. That's why. Yeah. Okay. Hook. If you haven't seen it before, you'll watch it all the way through because you're interested. Right. And I, mm-hmm. But the first time I saw Hook, I had never seen it either. And I stopped watching it. You get what I'm saying? Well, shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly, Justine. Exactly. You know, I can only do so much to love a movie. Um, Hook or the Beatles? Uh, the Beatles. I mean, there's Beatles songs I like. <laughs> they're not my favorite. Again, they're not my favorite. But I, there's there's songs I like. I like. Uh, what's that one song that I like by them? Maybe you can drive my car. No, that I don't like drive my car. I don't like Maxwell Silverhammer. Bang, bang, Maxwell uh, it's uh, the one about the. Uh, twist and shout. Twist and shout. Uh, I don't mind twist and shout. Uh, I don't mind. I want to hold your hand. What's the one I'm thinking of? Back in the USSR. That's that's a, that's a great song. By you, don't, the you don't know how lucky you are. Yeah. Back in the back in the back. Yeah, it's a good one. I like that one. Paul played the drums on that. Did you know that? Ringo uh, Ringo left for like Ringo left the band for a few days, and Paul was like, "I'll play the drums." And then Ringo was like, "What? Paul can play the drums? I'm coming back." Showed Ringo his show. Paul showed Ringo, "Hey, you're replaceable." Right. Every, I don't care who you are. You're replaceable. He he did me. He did the me. Look, you're replaceable. I will get somebody in here to talk at me. For 25 minutes. and you, Even if I have to do it myself. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, f- uh, flew in, flew in from Miami Beach, B-O-A-C, 
Uh, couldn't get to sleep last night. There you go. How about that? I think that's how it starts. It's got that nice drum. It does have cool drumming in the beginning because it got that little guitar lick and then the. Uh, no, um, I forget that. And I had a buddy who I used to get. He used to get mad at me because he said that uh, I used to get. He used to get mad at me because I would say that they were ripping off the Beach Boys. Uh, when they're going, uh, those Moscow girls really knocked me out. They were inspired. Out. Right. They were inspired by not. They didn't rip off. It was inspired. <laughs> What's crazy is when you when you talk when you when you see interviews or you hear them talk at the time. They really felt like of all the bands, the Beach Boys were their biggest competition, which is strange yeah. to think, which tells you, A, the, the Beach Boys are underrated. and B, the monkeys are shit. <laughs> uh, Pat Francis will fight you to death on that. He loves the monkeys. Oh, uh, I love the monkeys too, but it's just a, in comparison. <laughs> I think you're, you're going to have a lot of bands that suffer in comparison uh, to the Beatles, unfortunately. But uh, you know what band is not one of them? Uh, BC Boys. Exactly. That's it. That's it. They they come before them alphabetically. So there you go. They beat them in at least one aspect. Coincidence? I don't just think barely. So. Hey, just barely. That's like being 5'3". It's like being 5'3". You're barely over the 5'2 and a half. So if you're wondering why Jake is so engaged today, because he's he's really he's really in there today. First of all, I was worried. I took I got extra sleep last night because I was like, John's not going to be here, and I got to do a lot of the heavy lifting, right? But you guys have been in it today. You guys are all in it to win it today. I love it. And um, and uh, but Jake almost you know Jake's got no power. Yeah, so I have nothing else to do. So he, hey, how you guys? He's doing? super focused. He's got no money. He's got no car. Anyone want to fill that in? Drive his car. Yeah. Uh, Baby, you can drive. So it's, car. Is it warm in there, Jake? Is it humid because you don't have any air conditioning? Is it is it getting humid? Oh yeah, it's very humid. It's, it's hum- very uncomfortable. It's humid outside. Justine, what does your shirt say? My mm-hmm. favorite what? My favorite murder. Oh, the podcast. Other podcast. Advertising other Stay podcasts sexy. on our show. I can't bring up other podcasts, so I don't talk about. It's great. It's a good Stay one. Sexy and don't get murdered. It's a good one. We, we we talk about other podcasts all the time. We talk about our friend uh, Home Video Hustle, the Home Video Hustle. Uh, we talk about uh, a lot of other podcasts. We talk about uh, Pat Francis and Rock Solid. We just don't know them. We don't know Karen yeah, Kilgariff. Uh, oh, I mean, if you want to start listening, then you get to know them. Yeah. How about you? How about you give them a call and say, "Hey, why don't you come on our podcast?" I think Pat Francis might watch, know. I think like a murder movie. I think Pat Francis might know one of them. I think maybe. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, have the, have his people talk to their people. <laughs> talk to people. Get something going. Did I tell you? Our people. We don't have people. Did I tell you guys they're coming out with a the, the same company that does all the villainous games and all of the, uh, the they did the Rocketeer. Uh, um, it's Prospero Hall. Uh, they are doing uh, a Rear Window game. Did I tell you guys that? No. Yeah. That's awesome. I think I saw that, yeah. Yeah, so one of you guys, one of the people is the game master, and then uh, you have to figure out who the murderer is. You got to do all these. It's kind of like a Mysterium. It's almost like Mysterium. Yeah. Where you lay out clues. Saw, the murder mystery. Mm-hmm. We saw a Ted Lasso game. At oh, Mysterium's murder mystery, too. A Ted Lasso game? What do you do? Just feel good about yourself? 
at the end of every game. It's about motivating your team. That's great. I like I was that. Like I don't want to uplift these fuckers. I'm done. Yeah, f these guys. It looks cool. The it was a small. It's like a tiny little box. It has a the dice is a soccer ball, uh, and you get little like standy cutouts of Ted and uh, Coach. Wow, where did you see that? Coach Beard. Target was on the end cap. Wow. Uh, I gotta, I gotta rearrange my game. I'm looking at my game wall right now, and I gotta rearrange things. I, Jake, I now have enough dinosaur games to have their, they have their own shelf. Yeah. Some are real. Uh, some are real, and some are fictional. Speaking of dinosaurs, we were at Target today. That's why I bring this up? Right. Uh, they had classic Jurassic Park Legos in stock. Like <gasps> the first movie. Jake, get over there. Not the new one, the first one. I'll be back. It was like the T-Rex <laughs> scene, I believe is what it was. That's great, man. Our, our friends, uh, if, you're, if you're in the local area, our friends over at Shuffle and Cut are doing a buy one, get one uh, for, uh, half off or 10% off everything in the store at uh, Shuffle and Cut Games. Wow. So if you want to mm-hmm. stockpile some board games, now's your time. Now's your chance. Because and some comics. Oh yeah, no, they don't have comics at the. Uh... At Shuffle and Cut, they don't have comics. No. Oh, I, why am I thinking of Undercity? Am I no, the realm. What is that realm? The realm. They own the realm. I don't know. If, I don't know if Matt owns the realm anymore. Oh, okay, my bad. I don't know if he owns that anymore. Sorry, Matt. I don't think he listens. He doesn't, but we still love him. Still support him. Oh, absolutely. Still support him. Absolutely. He, I he's, night. he's part of the reason that I don't have uh, any room in this. I have so many guys. If you looked at, you were here the other day. You saw how many games I have. I got to get rid of some of these games. If you want to, if you want to, there's a lot. If you want a free board game, hit us up at Soup Complex. S O U P Comp. We should just start doing that, giving away a random board game, a random, slightly used board game. Got to ship them. Well, because you guys know, I take care of my board games. I don't. These aren't like. These are not. I don't throw them around. The boxes are on. They're covered in like chocolate chip dust. Oh my god! Only when we have them on game dust, night. Yeah. Some cheese whiz. Remember when we would have game night and somebody would bring like, oh, I'm gonna go get Doritos at the snack. At, I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Yep. Or hot Cheetos. Mm-hmm. You know what I just bought at? Speaking I would, of hot, I would always get In and Out, and I lick lick my fingers before I yeah. touch the cards. Oh yeah. You're a fucking animal, though. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I found an. Uh, Remember when uh, when uh, Ephraim would bring in King Taco? Oh yeah. There is a there is a new taqueria called Taqueria Mexico, right near the about a, about a mile from the shop, and it is fantastic. Really good taqueria. Really? Yes, yes. We're gonna, we're gonna try it next time we have game night. Great. Tacos are tacos are a dollar. I think they're like something like a dollar sixteen all day Tuesday and Wednesday. Isn't it kind of sad that people outside of California don't have appreciation for tacos like we do? If you go to the rest of the United States, most of them are just like, eh, tacos or whatever. But here we're like, well, because they are- because they get they're thinking of Taco Bell tacos. We get authentic uh-huh. like Mexican street tacos, and mm-hmm. we get fusion ones where they're Korean tacos, right? Or you know they'll have like yeah like yeah like like uh, bar- uh, barbecue short rib tacos or whatever. Uh, you want Mad Bun for lunch? Ooh, CC tacos. Ooh. Mad bum? You gonna have Madison Garden Bum Garner for lunch? What Pretty is CC? Uh, what is CC? The greatest Filipino dish of all time. The best. 
You thought Lumpia was good? Oh my god. Fucking change your life here. What is it? Seasick. What is it? Yeah, look it up. What yeah, but what is it though? It's it's everything. It's the best way to describe it. It's everything. What is that what does that mean? What does that mean? What is everything? That's that Bomb. That's a very millennial way to describe something. It, so it has everything. It has everything, but you've only said chicharrones so far. <laughs> it's like everyone that took over the Philippines made this dish. So you got a little, okay. you got a little Spanish influence. I know what that means. Uh, usually pig, uh, pork belly, and like pig uh, cheek and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Chicken liver, onions, calamansi, chili peppers. Uh, it's super good. Super good. Seasig? Yeah. I take Dramamine. It's, like, it's all it's all like cooked in a pot together and then you like you can eat it as is. I like to have it on chips or in a taco. It's great. It's I, I, I usually take Dramamine so I don't get seasig. Uh Justine gets really seasig. <laughs> Do you really, Justine? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's seen me throw up. Oh, she vomited on a bunch of she vomited on our tour guide while we were in Ireland. Oh my God, Justine! While we were on the boat, I felt so bad for her. She was so sick. And Maybe this is I when we go and take pictures. I was like, I can't. You know, um, where Ray goes to see Luke? Yeah, the, the, yeah. That island. That That's island. where I grew up. So you puked there? Yeah. No, she puked on the boat and then had to suffer through mm-hmm. the entire island, smelling like vomit. Oh, the Justine! Was not with you that day. Does not does 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 Dramamine not work for you? I, I took a ton. Did not work. No. Nope. What about the little wristband things? I want to take. I want to get those glasses that have it here and here, like on the front of your face and on the side of your face, and it has the water. Have you seen that? No. Okay. What? Well, I want that. To see if it, like the big circle glasses, and they're they're like basically like crazy straw glasses, but they have water in them halfway, so that like you always have a horizon line. Oh, that's. W- yeah, maybe get those. That's the that is that's the dumbest shit I ever heard. Well, it works apparently. Right next to me, and you can take all my throw up when it doesn't work or other stuff. Uh, I would love nothing more. My, uh, my, I know that Nicole told me that <laughs> challenge accepted. Nicole told me that challenge. when when they were little, her dad used to get seasick so bad that they would go eat to like they would go to like a restaurant like in San Pedro or wherever. To go eat, and he would get seasick on dry land, looking at the water. Like if he sat there long enough, no, I'm not. Like if that. he sat there long enough, he would just be like, "I gotta switch seats. I'm getting seasick." Like that's. Cr- I've never gotten seasick, so I don't know. I texted it to you guys. That's what they look like. I remember like snorkeling in Mexico, and when I was looking down at the like looking down, but I was still on top. I didn't go down. I threw up. It was really bad. In the water, no less. Just- I fed the fish. Oh God! Just barfing. Oh God, that's the worst. Throwing up is the worst. I will do, I will do whatever it takes. I will bargain with God. I will just do anything it takes to not. If I feel like I'm gonna puke, I'm doing everything I can. I will lie completely still. Uh, uh-huh. I'll do anything, anything it takes. What about I'm the same. Where you like you're feeling really sick, and you know, like the only thing that's gonna make you feel better is if you vomit. Nope. Yeah. Mm-mm. Still gonna avoid it. Yep. Oh yep. I'll I'll suffer through it, not to vomit. I hate vomiting. I hate it. 
hate it with a passion. If I'm going to throw up, I'd rather let it get out of my system than hold on to that. That's my wife. My wife will just be like, I no. threw up once and I feel better now. I'm like, that's it. I'm out I'm out for like the day. If I throw up once in the morning. because yeah, you didn't let it go. I'm out for the day. I'm like, nope. I just want to, now I just want to lie here and just feel sick and not, oh, throwing up is the worst. Mm-hmm. I throw up if I drink a beer too fast. So last, I, last time we were, I was out with friends and so like, we're going to go. We got to go. I drink too much and I'm like, Whoop. Yeah, if it makes you feel better, Almost. throw up if I drink beer. It's not if I drink it too fast, not if Mm-mm. I drink too much. If I drink mm-hmm. beer, I throw up. Well, you're, it makes me bloated. You're not a blue collar guy, Patrick. You're allergic to that. That's a, that's for the working no, man. I, that's for the working man. Working, you know. Give me whiskey. Give me vodka. Give me whatever. But I I can't do can't do any beer at all. Any I've tried. Like I've tried. I do the closest I do were with some like stouts. But even that, like I I, I still don't enjoy it, and it doesn't make me feel good. Man, uh, yeah, that's, but yeah, it's just. I drink a beer and that's disappointing. I've, I've always been like that. I mean, even mm. you know, I have the stomach I of. I would drink like natty light, and I try drinking it, and I'd just be like, "No, this this isn't this isn't for me." I have the stomach of a billy goat because now I just don't throw up. I'm just like, nope, I'm not. I'm not going to throw up, so yep. I can I can hold stuff it's in. Like, if I can if I can keep it down, then I'm going to be fine. Right, so I just hold it in, dude. I've I've held. I mean. Mm-hmm. I've lain awake all night just making hey, sure you know I what? don't puke. That's that's yeah. that's a real man trait, you know. You just bottle <laughs> it, you hold it down, <laughs> don't let anything out, and you know, in thirty years you explode. Yeah, yeah. Just and one day I'm just gonna. One day I'll be like Mr. Creosote in the Monty Python. I'll just let it all out at once. Just blah. Patrick, yeah. You're just gonna shotgun it out the back end. <laughs> what was the medicine I took when we were in Cancun? But there was two medicines that were not working together. Oh, she took a modium, and then and, the ate, other and then she took a modium and I think a laxative at the same time, and it's just like the two opposites. My stomach just kept like churning because I was like, "What the hell? Like I can't get anything out," and I was keeping everything it in. Did not know what to do. Well, your stomach doesn't. Your body didn't know what to do because like it's gotta go. Well, your body. You just re- you basically no, it's not. basically no, it's you not. just did a you just did a soft reboot so that you're just normal again. So you're like you. It did not work. You took one. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me tell you a little secret about Imodium. As someone who's used it quite often, all you're doing, you're putting a pin in it. So if you if you if you got the bubble guts and the brow sweat, and it feels like you're gonna have a bad time, it's like you can't do it because you're at work or you're out with friends or whatever. The Imodium will stop it, but. Two or three days later, when you least expect it, that's coming out. And it's it's coming out the way it was going to come out the first time. All you're doing is prolonging prolonging the inevitable. And since we were on a trip, they were like, here's bananas, here's crackers and spray. And I just laid in bed so upset because nothing was happening. I'm just stuck. Right. You wanted it to come out. Yeah. See, that's where I'm like, I just need to get this out. Like, not throwing up. The other way. I can't believe we're talking mm-hmm. about this, but yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when John isn't here. But the thing is, I can't drop anchor in foreign waters. John's so my, I, I get like, I, I get like panic attacks if I'm like out in public. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say it. Sometimes you have to. Like, sometimes you, you don't got a choice. Oh, you don't. The worst, the worst I ever you got it. There were, there were two times. Once was at Dodger Stadium before they 
remodel yeah, the pavilion. That yeah. And I was stuck in there from the first inning. I, I was stuck in there from the first inning until I think the eighth inning. That's how long. And you know how long a baseball game is. <laughs> yeah. I could not leave. I could not leave. It would not stop. It would not stop. And I was just like, it was, and it was, everybody was in there. And then you're in a stall and it's hot. It's like hot. It was like, it was like middle of summer, hot, no air conditioning. People coming in puking, people coming in drunk. Um, it was the worst. After the first 20 minutes, it starts to burn. Oh, yeah. The trough is all melting. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, you just, you just, it's like, what does uh, Chris Pratt call it? Hot snakes. That's what it is, dude. Oh, just, snakes and bubble gut. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was the worst. And then, here's, uh, here's something of someone shoved that you've never experienced <laughs> in rooms in large sports arenas to uh, alleviate the splashback of the urine they put ice in troughs right for you to pee in right that's right mm-hmm. yeah you just why are you bringing that up why Gotta get it. you don't you've never experienced it you don't know what it's like you don't know what it truly means to be a man unless you like, pee on some ice how about when you go to then my vagina would feel nice and cool. Wow. Nice, cool breeze. <laughs> well, it's not in the toilet. It's in the urinal. It's yeah, a, and the it, urinal is not a single-person urinal. It is a multi-person urinal. So here, how about this? It how is, about when you go to... a repurposed water trough. How about when you... For any, any management... I don't know if it's like this in the ladies' rooms at... But if you go to a bar or a sporting event, 100% guaranteed someone has puked Oh, 100%. In one of the urinals. Every time, no matter where you go, there's always somebody that pukes in the urinal because oh, yeah. they can't they can't make it to a stall. Or in the and sink. If really in a bad situation, somebody shit in there, too. Yes. Yeah. I've walked in. Uh, where was I? I was, at a, I was at a concert somewhere. Might have been the Hollywood Bowl. Might have been the Irvine Amphitheater. No, I think it was the Irvine. No, I don't remember. Somebody just in the urinal pooping. Just squatting in the urinal pooping. Just this is the worst conversation we've ever had on the podcast. No, this all deals with Desperado. It all deals with Desperado. No, this oh, is kind what of. the people want. People. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's that last stall with a secret door in Desperado. We're going to call this episode Shit Talk. We're going to call it Mud from the Cross. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you know John's like listening and he's like, charming to the left. Char- charming to the left. Every- <laughs> Charming, he's going charming to the last. John will, but John will say charming to the last, and then turn around and go, "Yeah, I gotta go to the. I'm touching cotton, guys. I'll be right back." You know, he'll say the worst. He'll eventually say the worst thing. <laughs> he's our he's our filter, but he says it. Yeah, he'll 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 say something like, "I'll make a comment about uh, about uh, Salma Hayek," and he'll go charming. To the last. And then you bring up Monica Bellucci and he'll be like, I, well, uh, that's when I turn into a human motorboat. And then you're like, <laughs> what's that? He's not even here and we still brought her up. Of course. Mm-hmm. Monica Bellucci. Change the podcast name. To Monica Bellucci? Bringing up Monica Bellucci. And bringing up Monica. She's no Selma Hayek. I'll say it right now. But, uh, you know, hey. We, we oh do my have... God! New podcast, the 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 Hayek maneuver. <laughs> we have to. We do have to talk about this because you're right, Justine. Uh, we all have. We've all had bowel troubles. We've all had stomach troubles. It's something mm-hmm. that unites yeah. us as a people. And we all. I think we all have a fear of it. Do, do you guys not have a fear of? Of I mean, it, it's not an overwhelming fear, but like. So the let's di- just say 
when you take vacation, you always pack enough underwear for twice the amount of time. Right, 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 right. I always, I always have some kind of stomach yeah. medication in my car. I have like either Imodium or the Pepto Bismol in my car, just for those moments when you're like, they you're ready for both scenarios. Right. Okay. So like when we, too, I would leave it and I would get old and then. I would always forget it was there. Well, see, I do a thing where, like, like when we're out for, like, an extended period of time, like the day we went to the Academy Museum, when Brent was out here, I did a little scouting around. I went to the bathroom. Those trailers were nice. They were comfortable. It's like, if I have to, if there's an emergency breach, I'll be okay in here. I'll be able to do if my the, business. The bulwark is busted and there's water flowing in. You felt <laughs> comfortable. You can escape the ship. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Right. He was looking for you were checking your escape route. Right, right, exactly. I mean, I think I, I am I alone in doing that? Am I alone? You were on Poseidon Adventure and you were making sure that you could get to you could make the swim. Right. I exactly. Exactly. I, I wouldn't want uh, Gene Hackman to have to sacrifice like himself light, for me. A light jog. A light <laughs> jog to check your average time just in case. Yeah. I always try to make sure the decks are clear before I leave to go anywhere too. I always make sure. Same. Yeah, I'm I'm mm-hmm. you know, I try to be but you never know. I mean, it's we we've all it been in what you eat too. Like when you're out and about, like if you're out all day and you just say, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get this really good food," but maybe it's a little spicy or maybe it's a little right. bit greasy. Who knows? You know, there, there could be some some complications, some repercussions. If it's really saucy. Good lord. Right. Just be careful, guys. I'm just saying. Just check your surroundings at all times. Make sure you have a you have a viable uh, restroom option when you're going out. You always know where the closest shitter is. Right. Like, it would have been a nightmare when we went to the Korean barbecue place. That would have been a nightmare for something to come up because it was such a tiny bathroom and there's people waiting. You ever have a bathroom that's like a single bathroom? It's not even like a stall. It's great for the privacy, but if you're in there. No, you had to wait for the bathroom. I remember I got up and came back. Yeah, Justine, men don't do that. Men don't, we don't do that. Men don't wait. Men don't want We have no patience for that. This is the privilege of having a dick between your legs. Right. Don't wait for the bathroom. Right. Yeah, we you can have ten men pee in a trough right next to each other. Earn that right. Right. Yeah, we earn that. Or again, by the way. What, Justine? Father's, Father's Day. What would you say, Justine? We went there again on Father's Day. Oh, happy Father's Day to your dad. I forgot to tell him. Yeah. Oh, by the way, happy, uh, happy Father's Day to you. Thank you, thank you, Jake. You're welcome. They gave what, Justine? Hand sanitizers to all the fathers. That's adorable. And a pen. That's a, that place is good. That place That's is funny. delicious. By the way, yesterday was uh, was Renee's birthday. Happy shout out to Renee. Happy birthday to Renee. Happy birthday to you. Studio tech extraordinaire, comic book aficionado, and entrepreneur, uh, and uh, rack on tour, and rack on tour. That's a good one. I would add rack on tour there. Yeah. How was your That's Father's funny. Day? My Father's Day was great. What ended up happening was I got scheduled a Saturday off because I had to work last week, remember, and we mm-hmm. left it. But I, I got a Saturday off in return and uh, woke up to a text from my cousin going, hey, got an extra ticket to the Dodger game. So I went to the Dodger game, and it was the only one they won against the Guardians. So it was a good, a good time. Tried Shake Shack for the first time. Tried Shake It was good. Good burger. I don't Is it? Think I've ever had it. Family for Father's Day? What's that? You ditched your family well, for Father's Day? Well, here's the thing. The game started at 4. It was like, I guess because it, it was like going to be on national TV. So the game, we were. I was home by 8 o'clock, came home, 
to a lovely carne asada dinner that Nicole had put together for me. Delicious. I saw the pictures. They did look Could not have asked for a better Father's Day, dude. It was great. Got up, had breakfast with everybody. My family hung out with them. Went to the game. Got there in like two minutes because my cousin has a plaid Tesla. The, 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 the plaid version of, and then we got there in like a minute. Came back. We were home by like, I think I was home by like 8.15, 8.30, right in there. Carne Asada waiting for me. Oh, best. Couldn't have asked for more. Could not have asked for more. And then I tried Shake Shack for the first time, and it was pretty good. Uh, it's no in and out Don't try to come at me that it's better than in and out It's it's not. But it's great. And I, I got to tell you, Justine, the, I don't know if you've been in the last couple of seasons, but Farmer John no longer making the Dodger Dog. The Dodger Dog is not what it once was. So I don't feel like... That's terrible. It's awful. I don't feel like Dodger Stadium, the Dodger Dog is essential food anymore at Dodger Stadium. They lost their... Well, I mean, didn't it go downhill when Circle K took it over? It wasn't Circle K. It was another... Um, they lost it last year. They lost the contract, and they... It's a low. They, they had the you because you could buy the Dodger dog. At, oh, at AM PM. Circle K. AM PM. Thank you. No, because those were still oh. those were still Farmer John Dodger dogs. So they were still oh. Farmer John. What's up, Justine? Patrick and I were saying that you can buy a baguette and that can be the holder for the Dodger dog. Oh yeah, because you get that Dodger dog. Always, you you always have that extra weenie hanging off the end. Uh, and my phrasing there was intentional. Hey, who doesn't love an extra weenie hanging off the end? Well, because right? ju- like no. like Justine said earlier, what did you say, just Justine earlier? When we were talking about the TVs, sometimes you want it that big. Yeah, but what if that's not available? Sometimes you want to spare if the first one's not good enough. No, Justine does. Justine does not want to spare. <laughs> and she's out. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> she just made like a sad face and like shook her head. That was great. Uh, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, because we've already had poop talk and we've had hot dog talk and TV talk. Uh, this has been the weirdest podcast we've done in a while, but I kind of like it. I kind of like it. It's kind of it's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. It's very relatable. It is. It's all you. We're trying to relate to you, our listeners. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. This is you where we want to get down to every, your level to where everybody to wants to know. Right. Because a lot of the times. Sorry caused you to go to the restroom right now it's a, and you're in a car i'm so sorry <laughs> a lot of ta- do you guys ever have do you know there's a name for that the japanese have a name for when you have to go to the bathroom when you go into a store you know sometimes you go into a store for me bookstore. you go into a bookstore and immediately you have to poop right there's a the japanese have a name for that i don't know what it is but google um, it i got you well we're gonna we'll put a pin in that we're gonna put an emodium in that and we'll be right back uh, after these messages, you kids. Uh, be right back. See you in a minute. I don't know how to end this segment. We'll be back. Sayonara. <laughs> Sayonara. Uh, it's called the Mariko uh, Aoki phenomenon. Wow. And you'll have to tell us what that is when we come back. We'll be right back, kids. Welcome back, guys. We just came back from a lovely break. Apparently, I missed uh, Patrick pooping. Uh, so, uh, Jake, oh, man. Jake got to see what a what a show. Jake got to see Patrick at his most vulnerable moment. 
Um, mm-hmm. I got front row tickets to the shit show. It was a wonderful time. Uh, Patrick, do you want to give us a little more uh, insight into the uh, phenomenon of having to poop when you walk into a bookstore? I'll be honest. I closed that tab, but let me open it again. Okay. I like your honesty. Uh, I would have stalled. That's why Patrick is the number two. <laughs> Who does number two? She's seen the Twilight movie the other day. Oh, uh, of course she did. That's her favorite. Well, just, bite, just, just bite down and give him hell. That's uh, my favorite. Um, I had it. Now it's oh. gone. Oh my god! I repeat, we have power. You got power back. Look at we your have power. Looking See how quick three. you reported it during break, and there you're already back online. Yeah. See, it was perfect. I told you to do it. Now everything's fixed. All right, um, well. <clears throat> yeah, I can't find it. I don't know what happened. Okay, that's okay. We'll, 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 you can look it up. Look up why do you need to poop when you uh, go into a bookstore. We have a quick game we're going to play. Uh, it's called the Mariko Ico phenomenon, uh, which means the sudden urge people feel to empty their bowels when en- entering a bookstore. Um, What's the cause, does it say? Uh, there are many theories. There's no actual real answer. Uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, I mean, leading theory is the smell, like the smell of paper and ink. Uh, but Smells like paper. Yeah, Wait. there's no real, uh, no real answer. That's interesting. Okay. Well, thanks for that uh, field report. Well, that was fun. Yeah. We have a quick game to play before we get into the Digital Movie Club. This one's called uh, Betcha Can't, oh, and now. we're not actually going to be doing any betting, uh, any challenging. We're going to modify the game. You're going to have uh, five, you're going to have 10, uh, no, I'm sorry. You're going to have 15, 30, or 45 seconds to list something that I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a, a category, and then we're going to go around, and uh, it'll be like a round robin like last one. You can either say, like, uh, let's just say it's things you write with, and the first person can say, I can name. It'll be a time limit. It'll say, like, 10 seconds. You can write it. And then the first person can say, I can name two. Next person says three, four, until you're challenged. This game? Huh? Played this. Like we played this game. We got this. Yeah, we played mm-hmm. this game before. Yeah, you got it. You got it. All right, ready? Uh, so it's uh, name things found in a backpack. Oh, I'm sorry, in a backyard. 30 seconds. Jake, how many things can you name uh, that you find in a backyard in 30 seconds? Uh, we'll start Let's start low. We'll say five. Five? Patrick, how many can you name? Ten. Yeah. Ten. Ten. Justine. No, I don't know. Pass. Uh, Jake, can you do uh, more than 10? Can you do 11? Uh, we'll, we'll let Patrick do it. Go ahead. Patrick, well, here we go. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Equipment. hold on. I'm trying to get it done in 30 seconds. I got to time. start the timer. You got to start oh, the timer. God. You have 30 seconds starting now. Rocks, grass, pool, lawn equipment, gardening tools, uh, pets, uh, dog poop, uh <laughs> Uh, lawn furniture, barbecue grill, uh, and, uh, you know, uh, pavement. <laughs> pavement. 18 seconds. Impressive. I don't know about dog poop, but yeah. 
And right. Dog poop in the backyard all the time. There we go. Justine, you're uh, okay. Uh, Jake, you're up. No. Would have been like chair, chair. Oh, this would have been great for Jake, but it's going to Patrick. Patrick, how many uh, things can you name that are associated with pirates in 15 seconds? Four. Justine, 15 seconds. How many things can you name that are associated with pirates? Five. Five. Jake. Ten. Ten. <laughs> Just uh, Patrick, do you want to take him up? Seconds? No, wait, you said that was 15, 15 seconds. 15 seconds. I'm not doing that in 15 seconds. Oh, no, wait, never mind. I'm sorry, Jake, you're locked in. Justine? It took me 15 oh, locked seconds in. to do 30 or, or, or uh, 10. I'm not good. Justine, can you, do a, uh, can you do more than 10? No. All right, here we go. Jake, starting uh-huh. now. Uh, peg leg, hook, blunderbuss, cutlass, hat, bird, monkey, Ship, uh, parlay, time, uh, mutiny. <laughs> if you had not, if you had not done the uh at the beginning, you would have gotten uh-huh. it. You would have gotten it in ten seconds. You would have gotten it. That's uh, one point. Patrick leads so far. Patrick leads the competition so far. Justine, name how many things can you name associated with summer in fifteen seconds? F- summer. I feel like we've named a lot already. Dog poop. Ba- no, bathing no, suits. No, 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 right. no. Five. Uh, Dog shit. Jake, can you do shit, cat shit? <laughs> Jake, can you do six? <laughs> I can. Uh, ten. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no. It's I'll fifteen. Pass. It's fifteen seconds. Uh, uh, so Justine said five. Patrick, how many things can you name associated with summer? In uh, 15 seconds. Uh, six. Ooh, just thinking you do seven. Seven in 15 seconds. Um, no. All right, six to Patrick. Here we go. Ready? Uh, get it. I'm gonna, ready? Here we go. And go. Hot dogs, barbecues, uh, hot uh, sand, beaches, and uh, naked women. Oh, yeah, very good. You, in it's summer, summertime, in absolutely. Summer? Go to more nudist beaches. Seven seconds to spare. Do I'm gonna count. I'm gonna add. I'm gonna uh, allow naked women. Thank you, thank you, Mario. <laughs> Respect <laughs> it. Allow naked women. They're allowed. Uh, Jake, how many things can you name at a movie theater concession uh, stand? Movie theater concession stand. Ten seconds. How, how many think you, you can? Ten seconds. Ten yeah. seconds. Mm-hmm. John would be like two things I care about: large popcorn and a large coke. The rest could fuck off. Right. Popcorn. Uh, I'll say four. Four things. Patrick, can you name five in ten seconds? I could, but I don't want to. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Justine, five in ten seconds. I'm too good at this game. Uh, five? Yeah, five. At a concession, not just movies, huh? No, just at a movie yeah. concession stand. Movie theater concession stand. No. All right. Patrick, or Jake, four. Ready? And yeah. go. Hot dogs, candy, popcorn, soda. Good. Three seconds, dude. You ever eat those... You ever eat those uh, 
Move with your hot dogs. Talk about your uh, oh, talk about your talk about your backdoor oh. bonanza. You're uh, safer eating a gas station hot dog than you are eating a movie <laughs> yeah. theater hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Let me be honest. Oh no, no, no. Uh Patrick, things found at the beach. Fifteen seconds. Things found at the beach. You they can put win. You can pretty much I was gonna say recycle your old list. It's recycled the same thing. <laughs> Naked men, naked women. <laughs> There's a beat. Naked. I could do five. A five. Justine, can you do six things? How many seconds? Fifteen. Fifteen. You can do five. I said five. Um, uh, six. Okay, Justine's going to challenge with six. A six. Uh, a how, six. About, how about you, Jake? Uh, No. Uh, like Patrick, it. do you want to go for seven? Do well, you want to Justine do it, or do you want to make Justine? I just do it? want to see the chaos. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Justine, here we go. Six things found at the beach <laughs> in fifteen seconds. Are you ready? Here we go. Three How things. Six. Six things. Six. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Bikini, banana hammock, chair, towel, uh-huh. beach ball. Nets. You got it. You got it. You did it. <laughs> banana, banana, banana hammock. <laughs> banana hammock for the win. <laughs> Where are you going? Where are you going with the beach? Justine gets on the board. Everybody's got one point. This will be the tiebreaker. Oh, uh, Patrick has two. Well, we're going to finish it there. That's it. That's it. That was a good fun. Fun little game. Oh fun little game. The time, just that extra pressure is brutal. Right, because you, like, like I would have done the same thing Jake does. You always want to go, uh, 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 he, uh, yeah. ooh, he, uh, you know, you're just like, you uh, um, 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 Did I do that? Did I do that? You did. You went, um, but then you wa- you launched right into it. Huh. Like, J- Jake did such a long, um, that it cost him a point because he would have got it if he would have just started firing him out there. But everybody does that. It's something. It's it's a natural. Mm-mm. It's a natural human response. You know, it's a natural human response. It is time for. Well, by the way, that movie's called Betcha Can't, the game of one usmanship, and it, it comes with a nice little timer. Betcha can't what? It's just called Betcha Can't. Like Betcha Can't name six of them because that's why you challenge somebody. You say Betcha Can't. I bet I can or Betcha Can't. That's how you challenge somebody in the game. Uh, I think it was invented by a kid, that game. That game was invented by a little kid. Um, it sounds like... Oh, yeah? Well, just like, have you heard about dinosaurs? There's yeah. Rex, there's Tyrannosaurus Rex, there's... <laughs> I can name 10 things about pirates. Well, bet you can't name 11. This kid was like, at the beach, there's naked women. There's banana hammocks. And there's... <laughs> I love, I love it. Who doesn't love a nice banana hammock? Mm. I mean, the people wearing it are usually pretty good at wearing it. Hold on one second. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, they're very comfortable. There's definitely a comfort level involved with a banana hammock. Yeah. So. A very confident man. Yeah, I, I can't... Uh, I had a friend that would wear a banana hammock, and he was, like, determined. He's like, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to find one. I'm going to wear it. Wow. And he pulled it off. He rocked it. Uh, it I mean, what What would you – I mean, did you – I mean, did you rank it? I mean, did you – were you there, like, like in full support? Like, hey, let me, you know. 
I mean, it definitely provided support. Did it though? Yeah. Yeah, it did. I see. I feel like yeah, it. That's all those do. I feel like it wouldn't. You think it's sometimes loose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you missed out. I went to the beach on Monday, and man. Hang on one second. You guys talk amongst amongst yourselves for banana hammocks. I got to check this mm-hmm. phone message real quick. Doody do banana hammocks. Doody do banana 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 hammocks. Hold your banana and your nuts together. What is was it? Just speed it, oh, guys. Someone uh, was trying to reach me about my car warranty. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did you renew? Of course. Uh, the, better, it's always yeah, best. You better, you better get that extended warranty. It's always best to go with a third third party, the third party company that uh, was not involved in the Apology. purchase of the vehicle. Apology. Yeah, it's always best to do mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. make sure you do that. Make sure that's a, that's a little tip from your friends over at the Superiority Complex. All right, let's get into it. Digital Movie Club. First appearance of my wife. Comma Selma Hayek. This is her big. This is this, she's pretty much the only reason this movie exists. It's the. Uh, this is her debut. This is her. This is her kind of her big Hollywood debut. She she'd been around. She'd done some uh, novellas and things like that. But uh, this was really the movie that put her on the map in Hollywood. Yeah, this is one of the best movies she's ever been. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It did look small, and then all of a sudden she was naked, and it was huge. I was like, "What happened?" What? Titillating. There we go. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Sure. Let's talk I about I it. Can't, I, I, okay, go ahead. Movie, of course, is Desperado. Our friend Patrick is going to tell us all about it. Take it away, Patrick. Desperado released in 1995 on August 25th, directed by Robert Rodriguez, starring Antonio Banderas, Joaquin de Amin, Salma Hayek, Steve Buscemi, Cheech Marin, and uh, some guy named Quentin Tarantino. I don't know. Right. Uh, got a 7.1 on IMDb, a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, with a budget of $7 million gross worldwide. Who wants to guess? It was a little bit of a hit. Um, I saw it in the movie theater. Um, how much did it? Oh, sorry, budget much? budget was seven million dollars. I'm gonna say, Whoa. I'm gonna say it made. It was actually think about it. That's ten times the budget he had for. Uh, and he and think about it too. That first one was a huge success, right? Uh, I'm gonna say this probably made in the neighborhood of like forty million, like right in there. It was, it was something of a hit. It wasn't wasn't massive. I don't think it broke a hundred million, but I think it made it made its money back for sure. I'm going to say 40. Jake? I'll say 23. Okay. Justine? Yeah. Damn, I was only going to say 14, but that's bad. You right, lo- it's double its money. That's you not loved it, though. That's pure profit. Right. That's sad. That's you say 14? That's sad. Yeah. Uh, gross worldwide, $25.4 million. Wow. Okay. Jake, right. Jake wins this one. Nice, Jake. Nice. Nice little hit. A, a massive uh, success for the amount of money. Right. Uh, that went into right, right, right. It was, I, I think it's it's kind of become like a cult movie in the, uh, it's definitely like a cult. Uh, it's w- most probably best known for being a lot of good hair in the movie. Just a lot Jake, of hair. Jake, you've never seen this before, right? It's your first time? Never in my life. Okay, so you get to tell us what the movie's about, right? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I like the way <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a sequel to uh, Mariachi. 
in which a uh, a, bro- a, bro- a broken yeah broken mariachi man tries to get revenge. <laughs> mariachi on man, mariachi. Yeah. Is my mariachi man? Not the ice cream man, Jake. Yeah, he's the mariachi man. You could just call him the tries mariachi. To get revenge tries to get Where revenge you on the mariachi man from the street. Hey Mario. Hey Mario. Yes. Mariachi is pretty unisex, right? Yeah, there's female mariachis. I know, but I mean, you can use that same term. That's yeah. That's why it's called. That's why it's el mariachi. If you you could you could also use la mariachis or like. Uh, there's a there's a couple of really good mariachi groups in Southern California that are all female. Oh yeah, there's some great ones. Yeah, so you would just call it la, la mariachi. Go ahead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, guys, to be mariachi, kills his kills kills his lover. Mm-hmm. The or the drug cartel kills the lover. So he goes uh he goes on like a revenge killing spree, trying to find him and kill him. That's right. Beautiful. So, yeah. I, like I told you guys, it's kind of a retelling. Beautiful hair. It's kind of a retelling, but it's also a sequel because you do see. Mm-hmm. What's crazy is they they reshoot the end of the ending scene of El Mariachi with the same girl, just a different dude. So that girl got to come back yeah. and reprise her role as a dead girl. So it's kind of like. But I always think that's kind of cool of Robert Rodriguez to be like, "Hey, dude, like you helped me out in this movie." Uh, the original. Uh uh, guy, the original Mariachi is also in this. Yes. The, uh, uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, he, other uh, he, friend. He shows up at the end. Are you saying Antonio Banderas wasn't in the first one? He was not. Correct. Uh, and you know, usually, I usually, you know me, I get mad when non Mexicans play Mexican in parts, but I really love Antonio Banderas in this one. He's he's just got good. Per- yeah, he was good. <laughs> he's, he's got good personality. He's a charming dude. Good hair. What's that? What uh, what nationality is Antonio? He's Vendera? a Spaniard. He's a Spaniard. So he's from the. Ah, I see. He's he's, he's from a the filthy colonizer. He's a filthy colonizer, but um, ah. but boy, he looks good. <laughs> he looks good, doesn't he? With the not yet. He does all those really great lines. He does oh, yeah. all those really great lines, uh, and he's got a good personality. Oh, he it. just like Antonio Banderas just seems like he'd just be like a nice guy if you met him. He probably isn't, but yeah. he he gives off that. Uh, a kind of a goofy charm that I like. So, uh, but yeah, I, he's got these red leading ladies in his films. Right, he's a he's a good looking dude. It's a good looking dude, man. Mm-hmm. Um, good man. Yeah, yeah, good man. Uh, so let's talk about this. Uh, so you had never seen it, Jake. Justine, had you seen this one? No. Uh, Patrick, had you seen it? Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, Patrick. Oh, yeah. There's a certain scene in here. Patrick paused like a million times. Um, I was a kid. Oh yeah. Of course. (laughs) So, uh, just as a fan, when we first saw this, we went to give you some context. Um, This was just like a ridiculous act. The the, the scenes in here are so over the top and so ridiculous. And you know what you're in for in the beginning when you get Steve Buscemi telling that story, that great opening. Oh my god. (laughs) The great opening, and Steve Buscemi tells that. that. Like, how the fuck did they get Steve Buscemi? <laughs> and the great thing is, um, you know, it's it's kind of a the the music they're playing. It's kind of Quentin Tarantino esque. You know, it's kind of a nod mm-hmm. to Quentin Tarantino, but it's also a nod to like a bunch of movies we've seen already, where the action is just mm-hmm. super over the top, and um, it's a it's you know it's definitely a nod to like some Hong Kong movies, some you know stuff like The Killer and you know. 
the, the other movies that we've watched where it's just like this over-the-top action. But uh, it's done with a nice sense of style. There's some almost Sam Raimi-esque uh, camera moves in here. You know, you got a lot of zooms and a lot of... Uh, uh, so it felt very refreshing when we saw it back in like 95. And for me, it was exciting because it was like, hey, here's this Latino guy. He's a Mexican dude from Texas. And so that was kind of nice to have that. It's like, hey, you know, we're, we have like a, we have a, a mariachi as like an action star. So it's kind of cool. And it was fun to see a sequel. Representation. Right. It was fun to see a sequel to that movie because I liked El Mariachi so much. So Justine, what did you think going into this one? What did you, uh, what were your expectations? And what ended up uh, ultimately happening there? If I've seen this, if I saw this movie already, I probably wouldn't have watched it downstairs on a big screen TV where <laughs> what I was watching, because they can see a corner of what I'm watching. Like they have a good seat from the couch to see what I'm watching. Right. And when that scene mm. happened, I'm like, oh, it'll be quick. It'll be just like the first movie. And I was like, nope. what the fuck is happening? No, they got they had the set. No, we relish we relish in that scene. Good stuff, guys. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, sit in that for a bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. We're gonna so we're gonna ma- and I was like, wrap it up. Let's wrap this up. We're, we're gonna, gonna marinate this like carne asada. Like you gotta it's gotta be like the <laughs> night before. Mm-hmm. Get her done, guys. Get her done. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want the no. Why wouldn't they're you want? Just, they're not just banging one out, Justine. They are making love. They're yeah. At the end of that, you're like cool, but then it goes into the other guy, and I'm like, all right, they're not going to make this too long, which it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Halo tried out for the part for Catalina. Uh, really? Yeah. J Lo pales in comparison to my wife Selma Hayek, so. And John Leguizamo was the second choice to play uh, the mariachi. Really? That would not have worked. No. Would have become a completely different movie. Yeah, that that would have been weird. That would have been weird. We couldn't get any Mexicans. There was no Mexicans around. Hmm. Mm-mm. Nobody. No, sir. Even Not a single one. Our own people are are stabbing us in the back. I'm very sad about that. But uh, continue, Justine. Aside from that scene. Um. It was, I mean, it was nice to, I didn't realize Quentin Tarantino was part of this, but in the beginning I was like, oh, it's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. I'm like, he must be a fan. And then it went into it more and I was like, oh, well, there you go. There you go. And it kind of just showed you what happens when you have money because now it felt like a goofy Hollywood film. Right. It just changed completely. Um, but still. Were you excited? But still very entertaining. I think the whole thing was kind of confusing with the flashback to the old film, but um, that's fine. That's fine. Right. I think if you hadn't, I think sometimes if you're, if you think, if you look at this movie as a standalone, those flashbacks work better because you kind of don't have, you don't have all the baggage that comes with having seen the first one because you've kind of seen it play out already. Even to the point where the bar is kind of the same. The bar is slightly confusing. I was like, okay, I know what happened at the end of the other one, but why am I still kind of confused? Right. Um, but it was fine. It didn't bother me that bad. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a fun film. I liked the first fight with the bar more than the, uh, any of the other fights. Okay. When it's when he's being I mean, kind of mythical. It was nice to see the guitar case, or the yeah, the guitar cases and the ridiculous leg move <laughs> that that guy did. Yeah. Where he's like, 
pushing, like doing, I don't know. Whatever his leg move is, I was like, all right, okay. But um, it was more entertaining in the bar scene than that part. What, you didn't like the fight at the end of the movie with the guitar case just shooting rockets and firing machine guns at the end? Who the fuck were those guys? Those were his friends. He said he had friends to call, but they would destroy the city if he did. And they fucking did. The bar was fun, like way more fun, because it was just him that made that more interesting. Uh, What I love, yeah, he does those things where he like, Antonio Banderas does those things where he's like, he's like stretched out around the car and his butt is like moving one way and his legs are up (laughs) and he's doing, (laughs) and you know, that's all Robert Rodriguez. That's Robert Rodriguez just trying to make Antonio Banderas look ridiculous, which makes it even funnier because, you know, it made me laugh when he had the serious face running out and the fires behind him. Oh, he keeps going. Right. And you can tell they both had to make a serious face. Like, that made me laugh. Right. It's like it way too serious. Right, right, right. And I think a lot of that is done very, very tongue-in-cheek. I think that's very, very... It's kind of spoofing these other movies, you know. Yeah, but it did show what it means to have a real actor playing this role. Right. And the act, all of the acting, actually. Right. Yeah. Um, what's funny to me is in that second bar shootout, is that he does the uh, thing that they used to do in the 30s movies where they like they don't pull the trigger but they like jerk the gun in the direction that they're yeah. shooting. <laughs> He's doing like that. That always yeah. makes He's the smallest gun. How are you shooting like that? And it's like So for most of like the killing scenes in this movie, they don't use squibs, right? So all those blood explosions that you see they're using a gun that fires fake blood. Oh! basically makes it look more realistic for them. Mm. And they apparently had to censor it in a lot of places because of that. That's crazy. Uh, the one, the, my favorite kill in the whole movie is the guy, it's in the, it's in the bar, when, when he's not dreaming, it's in, the, it's in that second big shootout with, with Quentin Tarantino. Is it, it the fan? It's the, no, it's the guy that he, he runs out of ammo and he like he like slides over to the guitar case and reloads, and the guy jumps at him with the knives and he like kicks the guy off. And the guy's yeah. just flying backwards. That's my favorite. That's my favorite too because he pushes him forward like up in the sky. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Like you can't even be offended that it's so violent because the violence is so ridiculous that it's comical. Um, I never get tired of watching this movie just because it's so damn entertaining like i wish all action movies were this fun like you don't have to take it super serious um and then oh. out of nowhere you get danny trejo come in and just wreak havoc <laughs> he just start throwing fucking knives, just, at all knives. Oh, throwing knives at everybody apparently raul julia was supposed to originally be bucho but it was like two months before he died uh that would have been great man that would have been he re- would have been fucking amazing yeah he would have been great uh, yeah, I like Bucho because he's kind of like a um, he's ruthless. He's like a ruthless guy. And find then, out their brothers. Yeah, he killed his. Yeah, it's like my brother, which uh, which is a nice little twist. It doesn't really add or detract anything. But it's like it oh, felt okay. right for the for the type of movie. It's kind of very it melodramatic. Makes, it makes sense when yeah, it makes sense when you like start to look back a little bit and you're like when he finds out who it is, you can see the hesitation and why he hesitated. Like they do a good job. Right. So Jake, you not having seen it, what did you think, man? Um, I like this a lot more than El Mariachi. Did you? I thought it was a lot more fun. Yeah, I thought it was a lot more fun. Antonio Banderas, I thought... I the first one more. Really? Wow. 
Yeah. Justine, you like the first yeah. one more still? I don't know. This one more fun. It's like some of the oh my god, the that last scene was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> he's like he's like doing like that half doing like like that ninja lean, like that half lean where he's like crouching on one knee and like the other legs kind of splayed out like oh. shooting the rocket The rocket launcher, launcher? yeah. And the and the mini guns that are in the guitar cases. I'm like, what is happening right now? I love it. This guy's One of the things I like about this movie is the biggest fight scene in this film, which is supposed to be the confrontation of the brother, brothers, right? And that whole compound fight, you don't see it. You don't see it. It's nice, though, because you know what? By that point, it's smart, because by that point, what are you going to do to top a guitar, a rocket launcher coming out of a guitar? Oh, have you seen the second, the third? Oh, well, well yeah, you were going to get to that. But, um, but yeah. Mm. Also, you guys, you got to see Quentin Tarantino uh, die. What did you guys? Was that a good for you? Was that? I was uh, so happy. It was so good. Gratifying. He was uh, so that part was originally written for him, uh, and it was going to Steve Buscemi. But then Quentin wanted to get involved with the project, and they're just like, "Well, fuck it. This was yours. Go for it." Oh, there you go. Which is pretty great. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so, Justine, that was your favorite kill the uh, the the guy getting shot in the air and then uh, just blasted. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? Yeah, when that happened, I was like. He's going to ask me my favorite kill is, and it's right here. Yep, right yep, here. yep. Patrick, what was your favorite kill, man? Oh, it's when Danny Trejo's standing on top of the limousine throwing knives through the sky. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking dumb. It's like, really? It's, it's great. It's amazing. <laughs> I love because he just jumps up there. Boy, he was yeah, like, like, he was lean in this one. That was when he, he was oh, like yeah. a lean guy in this one, man. He was, he was cool. The drugs. He was, man, he was scary in it, though. That probably his scariest performance because he doesn't say anything. What about you, Jake? What was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite? Oh, my favorite death was with um, was Mariachi and the guy at the bar where they were trying to shoot each other, and they kept trying to pick up guns. And oh, it. and he finally just <laughs> breaks his neck. snaps his neck. I mean, the coolest one has to be when he has that guy chasing him in the street when he first meets um, Carolina. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, he like he ends up throwing the guy to the ground, and they're kind of struggling with the two guns. He takes his two guns, puts them underneath his chin, right, and just like his face fucking oh, exploded. Yeah, dude, that was brutal. And then uh, what a what a great intro for Selma Hayek crossing the street and then causing a wreck. Because uh, I probably I probably know she's I fucking smiles because she's like that happens all the time. <laughs> all the time. It's a regular curse. Uh, but you know, we, you know, we, we get, we get caught up in the, you know, we get caught up. I get caught up in joking that Selma Hayek is, is my wife and et cetera, et cetera. But she really is charming in this. It's a really great performance oh, great. and she can play. It's a little comedic, like the scene when they're trying to get out at the end when, uh, uh, after they've just made love and, uh, the, the guys are trying to break in and they're running around and he's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And she's trying to grab everything and, uh. She's grabbing the gun and dropping it and then doing all that stuff. She can do a lot of physical stuff, too. She, and she does, like, acting-wise, she does fantastic. Like, right. She, there's not a bad actor in this film. No, it's great. Everybody is just on uh, on point. Everybody's- I'm so happy the mustache killer comes back from the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> it really is nice to see him pay those people back, too. He, he, bring, oh, yeah. he brings a lot of people back. Even... Even what's his name, uh, the 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 cartel guy from the first one, just to play in that flashback scene, just brings him back. Is like here, you know. And then Justine, how did you relate to the girls in the bar? They were complaining about. <laughs> and don't expect the tip. 
<laughs> they were whatever. I think that's his uh, sister. I think that's uh, Robert Rodriguez's sister. That's why that's in it's there. Better than the girls in the first movie, where they just kept sleeping with him and getting yelled at all the time. Oh, that's right. Forgot about that. Um, what else? Was I was going to ask you guys something else. Um, uh, this movie has a great soundtrack too. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so what they did with the soundtrack in this film is what needed to be in the first film, and obviously they didn't have the budget for it. Right. But music is such an integral part of this film and the following right. film. Mm-hmm. That it, it falls along the lines of like the Dollar Trilogy, where the music is almost another character, right? Um, especially in the third film. The third film, it's more important. But Justine, you have a question yes. or a comment? I actually don't recall any of the music at all, besides Antonio Antonio singing in the beginning. I didn't hear majority of it otherwise. Well, you have a lot of little just like incidental guitar music. It was all done by Los Lobos, and then yeah, then you have certain They're in the bar fight. Yeah, <laughs> I just I, I just didn't hear it. I was. Are they really? Um, yeah, they're so in the beginning scene where uh, Buscemi's giving telling the story, they're in the audience. Oh, I didn't like, know that. In that group, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, and then the, you know, all of a sudden he's like playing with these lights and he's singing the, and he's singing. I think he does his own singing in that. Um, mm-hmm. And good. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love. I just love this movie because it's just so goofy, but it at the same time it's. Um, uh, there's good, like you said, Patrick. There's good performances. They, they, it's goofy, but they're acting it very well. It's very well acted and very, very fun. So if you're looking for just like a, an atypical action movie, um, and I think some of the action holds up because they don't do a lot of CGI. It's a lot of just. There's no CGI. Just, yeah, there's none. Yeah. Even the explosions real. Like the, it's right. all real. Like even the rocket launcher, those are done on wires, but still, like it's done in a way that's not distracting. You do get a nice dummy kill. The guy in the sunroof of the of the limo when the when it blows up, you get a dummy kill right there. We're always on the lookout, thanks to uh, HVH. This, this movie was a very formative movie in my youth. Justine, how did you feel about uh, Selma Hayek's performance? We talked to, to the boys. What did you think? Um, she was good. I was um. You believe her? She can hold up. She can hold her in with the gun, and she shot. It was just fine. Um, you don't really get a reaction of how she felt about being pushed. It was more of like she got kicked a lot, but she's like, "Oh, it's okay. I got pushed out of the way because it saved my life." Um, <laughs> she's a badass. She's I do like when she just though. blasts the guy at the top of the stairs when they're stuck. And she realized they've burned her. She, they burned down her bookstore. Yeah, and she just. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is believable. It didn't feel like she was going to be a weak girl put, like, put, um, picking up the gun or anything. But right. she um, she was great. I just, I don't think the sex scene was needed at all. I don't think <laughs> That's it, debatable. I think an entire generation of men will disagree. <laughs> I, think, I think that whole scene could have been just like, that scene was essential, okay? <laughs> the movie is shit without it. Don't even try that. I think it could have been cut out. I was, I didn't really matter. Like, that was what I... This, mm. this, so, it Patrick... Kind of reminded me of, it reminded me of Antonio Banderas' movie with um, Angelina Jolie when they also have a sex scene. Like, I was like... Which one's that one? Yeah, Because no. uh, I'm going to go watch it. Um, <laughs> Patrick, what is the... I was going to ask Patrick. I had a question about... Uh, would you? Which is you think is more essential for you, that scene and in, in this scene in Desperado, or the snake dancing scene in From Dust Till Dawn? Which is the more essential? Ooh, this one for sure. You think so? 
Yeah, Dustful Down is good, but this one, it's just kind of like it. It takes the cake. Okay. Both are good, though. I, I can't deny it. Have you? T- you two haven't seen from Dustful Down, have you? We watched it. Uh, didn't we watch it for the show? No, we haven't watched yeah. it for the show. What I did? thought we would have, but oh, I don't think it's out yet. Oh, I watched it for another podcast. I'm sorry. It's 99. Oh no, it's uh 96. So we're close. It should be. We're, we're yeah, it's. It, I have it. I thought. I totally thought we had watched it for. Uh, we watched it for. I watched it for. Um, Tawny's podcast. Uh, that's what I we mean. Were. Looking so, I didn't realize this, but looking at his filmography, a lot of his films are like some of my all-time favorites. Go, let's hear them. I mean, so you've got Desperado, you've got From Dust Till Dawn. Uh, when I was a kid, Spy Kids was pretty popular and was pretty. Yeah. Great. Right. Uh, I can't say no to that. Like he's done, like Death Proof was always fantastic. There's there's a lot of really good movies that Robert Rodriguez did. Uh, yeah. Did you see? Um, uh, Antonio, speaking of Antonio Banderas, have you ever seen Thirteenth Warrior? Because that's going to come up. Yes, that's a great one. Yeah, that's going to come up. So uh, I really like that's that another one. great I know, one. Uh, I know. Uh, Justine's going to hate it. Why? Which one? Thirteenth uh, Warrior with Antonio Banderas. It's not her type of movie. Mm, never heard of it. You will love it. You, are we going to watch that one? It's from yes, it's from the director of Die Hard and uh, the director of Predator and the director of uh, yeah, we're going to watch it. Marching into battle, low do I see my father. Low do I see my father's father. Well, you're gonna love it. It's Vikings plus the Moors plus monsters. Yep. Yeah, and a bump. Yeah, you're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Um, hold on one second. Let me talk amongst yourselves. Uh, Patrick, uh, take over the interview. Uh, so I will talk about this film because I haven't been asked. Uh, besides things I've been filling in, I, I mean, you will be asked. Time. I just got to take this, but yeah, t- t- tell I us about tell us about when you first discovered the movie and the effect it had on you. Oh, I saw this when I was like maybe eleven or twelve, watching HBO at my dad's house. Uh, and from the incredible, crazy special effects and violence to uh, the music, I, this movie has always stuck with me, and I love this film. Uh, I am uh, a huge fan of Desperado, and uh, I don't get to watch it enough. I like, I really like this one, and I really like uh, uh, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I think those are both really good films. Uh, honestly, I, I really like this film, but I think Once Upon a Time in Mexico really gets it right. That's where he kind of gets everything tied together really well, story-wise, musically, and action-wise. It's just done in a way that is uh, really enjoyable. Um, but yeah, I, I love this film. I love the special effects. I love the ridiculousness of it. It's, it's, it's one of those movies you enjoy watching and you have fun watching it. You're not just stuck in like, yeah, it's an uber violent film. It's just like, you're really entranced the whole time. Good review, man. Once upon a time is the one I know. Um, with, uh, uh, Johnny Depp with John Depp. That's, that's a good one. He's literally the reason why I watched it, um, but I, I loved it um, when I saw that one. The I great thing about it, it well, does this... a Mexican or a Mexican? I was just going <laughs> to... Uh, the way he says that, it's so great. Are you a Mexican I, or a yeah. Mexican? He, I think for that one, the music is really, is done really well. You, we know, and we're not going to get into it yet because we, we will be reviewing that movie, but you know why I hate it. You know I what. Know. Yeah. I know, but it's still fun. 
It is a fun. I know you don't like it. So, Justine, does this add to that? Does this add to your experience of uh, once upon a time in Mexico? Um, yeah, but I was also fine just watching it on its own. <laughs> okay, all right. That's not that's not a bad review. I mean, that's you're being honest. It uh, didn't enhance it. Jake, uh, what about you? Are you glad you saw this one? This movie? Yes. Wait. Yeah. Is this really. is this something you will revisit? Um, or at least parts of. Probably. <laughs> Not anytime soon. But yeah, you, you know, if I have some friends who haven't seen it, I would, my soul. I would love to. I would love to share. I would love this to is a movie. If it's on TV, I'm stopping. Right there, you go, Patrick. I uh, if it's on TV, it's like Red, Hunt for Red October, uh, Last Castle, uh, The Rock, and Desperado. <laughs> if it's on TV, and that's I'm quite a list. That's quite a list. That's the list. That's the list. I, I have a mine is always like Goodfellas, The Godfather, Jaws. Uh, you See, know, those like I have to be in the mood to watch. I can't just like go yeah. into them and just pick up anywhere. These films, anywhere you start, you're like, I'm in. Oh, that's right. Hunt for October. That's also from the director of uh, 13th Warrior. So we will be watching that uh, eventually. But yeah. All right. Uh, let's, what a great. Uh, let's wrap it up because I just got a call. I, I am going to work today. So that's a oh, bummer. No, I'm sorry. That's okay. It happens. But. Uh, Let's talk about uh, how we're going to rank this sucker. Justine? Um, I give it a seven. Seven. Wow. Great. Good score. I'm happy with that. Score. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Uh, I, just ex- seeing how giddy Justine got at the idea of something kicking somebody in the air and shooting them, that really. <laughs> <laughs> it happened, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't do it again? <laughs> Uh, Did I just see that? Yeah, yeah, and you got you got a lot of nice to make up for that sex scene. You got a, a lot of nice uh, tight Antonio Banderas butt shots when he's doing all the splaying. Oh yeah, he's all right. He's all right. But yeah, but but he kicked him up in the sky. Though I was like, <laughs> <laughs> it was great. That's probably one of my all-time favorite kills in just any movie. It's just like, oh, that's great. Because you see the guy fly back. You see him up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, uh, Jake, what do you rank this sucker? We'll give us a 7.5. 7.5? Not bad. Patrick? Mm-hmm. You know my answer. This is a 10. There's a 10 for Patrick. 10. I 10. love it. This is a part this of is a 10. This is part of the Patrick this masterpiece is, series. This is one of his closest perfection you can get to. So what's what's upon a time then if this is a 10? Wait and find out when we watch. Yeah, we're gonna watch it. It's a ten. It's a ten. It could be a ten. No. Uh, all right, I'm gonna. I give this one a solid eight. This is a solid eight for me. I'll I love it. it. I. You guys appreciated the film. That's all that matters. No, I. Hey, I this it. is one. Of, listen, this is. This puts. This introduced me to my wife. First of all, this uh, is a movie that puts a smile on my face. Right. Whenever I watch. It. Exactly. That's why it's so good. Exactly. It's fun. It's just a fun movie. You just sit there and have fun with it, and it's characters you like and kills that you're gonna love and cheech marin is in it by the way uh cheech marin opened uh an art museum i was gonna, I was gonna text you about that we should go in riverside we, yeah i want to go yeah. check it out yeah yeah it's it looks th- really good it's a bunch of uh mexican-american art yeah i have uh i have a couple of what well, nicole bought me one of his books not too long ago because he has a huge art collection um he is a huge I was art- literally gonna text you about this this morning right. i saw an article pop up and i was just like we should go i saw some of the installations it looks fantastic 
It's called the Cheech Marin yeah. uh, Museum of Chicano Art, but it's uh, they're just calling it the Cheech for short. It's out in Riverside. And so. we can if we swing down there. We can stop by my mom's. Oh, we're gonna go see Patrick's mom, and then I'm I'm gonna have to. Yeah. There will be hell to She'll pay be, for. Right? There will be hell to pay for me for sure. But I'll have to hide behind Justine and be like, "Hi, Mrs. Patrick." <laughs> oh, look what happened to Jake when his when his internet came back. He's back on the computer. He's back on the computer. He's eating. He's asleep. I've been good this whole time. You have. Listen, I appreciate you guys. You guys were engaged today. This is great. Bring this energy next week, okay? Uh, What is... Justine, what is next week? I got it. John's got it. (laughs) Next on the list is Empire Records. Oh, okay. Has anyone seen that? One of my wife's favorites. One of my wife's favorites. So we'll, we'll be watching that next week. Empire Records. We'll be back next week with Empire Records. Until then, for Jake, for Patrick, for Justine, and for the absent John. Get well soon, John. We say this transition ends now. Unity. <laughs>